it's Tia. It's been a Mississippi minute, but we bite, baby. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Ja. And yep, we back at it like a crack addict. It's your girl, Jiggy, a.k.a. Tanika. Listen, pull up on us. It's time to cut up, because we back. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Koji, and we're back. Pink Sunday Radio. Well, hello, 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 everyone. It's your girl, Koji. Welcome to another edition of Pink Sunday Radio. I have my girls, Jiggy. Hey, y'all. Tia. Hello, hello, hello. And Ja. Pink Posse. And we do have our special guest waiting, Michael McIvory Jones. Michael, welcome to the show. Hello, y'all. Thanks for having me. Yes, no problem. Before we get started and you introduce yourself, we do have our Black Queer Icon of the Week, and that is... Pink Sunday Radio celebrates Pride Month 2023 by highlighting Black Queer Icons in Entertainment. actually got into film by accident. I never knew growing up as a gay black girl from the South that like filmmaking was a thing. I didn't even have power the morning that Ava called me. She called me at like 8 a.m. And I was like, she must need something. Like, is she okay? So I'm like, you're all right. And she's like, yeah, you know. And she's like, we're about to, you know, start back doing Queen Sugar. But because of, you know, COVID, we have to do it in pods. And, you know, Lauren Wolkstein's got to come back because she's the producing director. And Lisa France was in the middle of shooting her episode. And, you know, we can only have three directors instead of 10. And it sounded like she was going to break my heart. And I was just sitting over there like, no, she ain't. And then she goes, long dramatic pause. Because if y'all don't know, Ava's an actress at home. She goes, and I picked you. So now I'm jumping up, screaming, crying, running around the room. I threw the phone on the bed. And then I hear her just going, wait, wait, wait. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, you changed your mind already? And she was like, no, this means you get three episodes. So now I'm going even wilder, right? So I got flown out to shoot my first three episodes of Queen Sugar two days before my 29th birthday. Like my advice to, you know, people that want to be heard or feel like they need to get some issues out there is one, you know, stand firm in your decision but flexible in your approach you know um and go out there and show the things and make the things be loud you know what I'm saying like don't let anybody silence you don't let anybody silence your cause because that's what they're gonna do you know we're under siege we've been under siege forever um and we will probably continue to be there's this young girl Sierra who works in Ava's camp she's like a young version of me a little black lesbian with the puffball she's from New Orleans mm-hmm. uh and she's a, you know an aspiring filmmaker and she reminds me a lot of myself so Ava I, I came to know her because of Ava and so I've been giving her you know some uh, some gigs and stuff like that too she's phenomenal Dope. sierra don't sleep that was sierra Lord, queen sugar also directed 204 demetrius on p valley so that is our black queer icon of the week without further do <laughs> Michael McIvory Jones. One of the first things we do on this show 
is let our guests introduce themselves. So please, you have the floor, sir. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, again, my name is Michael Jones. Uh, I am an actor, a stuntman, and a writer here in that based in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I started off P Valley and P Valley season one as uh, Little Murders, J.I. Fox Nicholson stand-in. And, uh, and as y'all know from season two, I ended up becoming the stuntman and everything else. So uh, yeah, in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I do. Also for hobbies, I'm a skydiving coach. Uh, y'all probably see on my Instagram, I do a lot of jumping out of planes and stuff like that. Uh, just love extreme sports. Um, so anything that gets the, the adrenaline rushing, that's what I'm into. Oh my God, that is so exciting to me. Skydiving coach, yeah. were you always that adventurous? Like, when did you become this adventurous? Because I must say, skydiving, I mean, it's, it's, it's on the bucket list, but I, I you know, way I down, gotten that yet. way down. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, what it was was really, uh, I started over the pandemic. Um, it was all this like COVID might take us out this down the third. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something crazy before before COVID take me out if it gets me. You know what I mean? So I uh, so yeah, like a few weeks after my birthday of uh, that summer, I signed up for classes. I took them, and um, at first it was it was different. You know, it's not something. You know, it's not a natural thing. Obviously, you know, to be jumping out mm-hmm. the point. They didn't have any refunds. I paid for the class up front, so <laughs> so, I, so I had to finish the course. And then after a while, I got used to it. And, for sure. Uh, and now, you know, we're going to do something jumps later. I'm a coach and everything like that. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I was thinking that you did it in the military. So I'm shocked that it was like a fairly new thing. Because when you actually watch your videos, you look like you've been diving forever. So uh, for it to be like, what, three years that right, <laughs> you've right. been diving is crazy. Yeah. So it was crazy. Uh, when I was in the military, actually, actually, um, on the PT test, they had a certain qualification when I was in AIT that if you had a certain, if you passed on a certain scale, they would recommend your unit for you to go to airborne uh, school. And uh, I did that. And when I got to my unit, right, so he just looked at my paperwork and he just started laughing. I'm like, yo, what, like, what's funny? You know, I, I did good. And he's like, yeah, we don't, we don't do that here in this unit. We don't support airborne. I was like, oh man. So I was like, so it was kind of always in the back of my mind. You know, but I never thought that it could. But, you know, more airborne is more of like round parachutes and then you just jump out and you just land. Whereas this mm-hmm. one, we're in full control ability. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. But, yeah, but I ended up doing it. And, yeah. <laughs> wow. So what was the journey from military to stand-in, actor, stunt double? How did you get from one to the other? Uh, So... I, I, when I when I got out of the military, I, I immediately moved to Atlanta. That my original plan was to move to Tampa. My cousin lived out here. He uh, he was like, "Hey man, stop in Atlanta for a little bit, check me out." And I ended up staying in Atlanta. Um, I was working a few jobs here and here and there as a as a as a waiter, a couple of tire shops and stuff like that. And um, my cousin Richard Brooks, he's actually an actor on he was an uh, actor on Being Mary Jane. Um, oh, okay. And, oh, okay. Yeah, he play he plays uh Patrick, the oldest brother, that one that oldest oh, brother. Yes. That's my big cousin. So um so when they, I believe they had moved the production of the show from LA to Atlanta. And when they did that, he hit me up. He's like, Hey cuz, you know, the show's coming out here. Would you like to see what the set set life is like? You know, wanna be an extra? I was like, Oh yeah, like definitely. Like, how do I sign up? So he sent me the link, took headshots, did all the stuff, whatever. And I've been on set ever since. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. 
That's amazing. So what you said you're a writer. Are you do you write television, short films? What are you writing currently? Right. So I started uh, writing a miniseries this year, um, trying my hand back at it. I, I did a writing course uh, back in 2018 when I uh, attended the Art Institute of Atlanta um, and kind of got a little, you know, taste for it. Um, but then stunts and acting and everything else took kind of over. But now, you know, with the strike and everything like that and everything that's going on, things have slowed down. I've actually, I've actually picked it back up and started going back at it um, and try, trying to, oh, wait, did my screen go off? Uh, yeah, trying to um, go back at it and, you know, try my hand at something different, you know, so hopefully when things get back in motion, I can have something else to bring to the table, you know. Right. So I would imagine being a stuntman, that is very technical, right? Yes. So what kind of training do you have to go through in order to perform such technical mannerisms, technical, I mean, can you give us a little bit of background on that? Yeah, so um, a lot of st stunt folks come from a lot of like athletic backgrounds or mm -hmm. military backgrounds, stuff like that. Uh, so that that helps a lot um, coming into it. And then you pretty much just fine tune it. A lot of stunts, a lot of people think that with stunts, you have to pretty much know everything like the flips and the karate's and all that mm -hmm. stuff like that. And that's really not the case. Um, you can specialize in certain things pretty much. Like you have people that, you know, do high falls and stair falls, you know. And you have the people that actually do like the martial arts and the hand-to-hand -hand combats, and you have people that do trick flipping and stuff like that. And then right. you put them all together, you know, and, and you can have like three different types of stunt people for one character, you know. Um, so yeah, so you so like one cat, so like one stunt person wouldn't be the actual stunt for the character for the whole movie. Sometimes you have somebody that specializes in driving, somebody that specializes mm -hmm. in different things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so basically what I did was I used my military skills, um, and that's how I got in. Um, and then from there, I networked my way into meeting the stunt coordinator named uh, Michael Long. And he has a stunt school called LA Stunt Center. Um, and I, I attended that school and then that's where I learned. And then from there, okay. a lot of times he hires from within, you know, the alumni and stuff like that. And, and then okay. go from there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's great. What was that one-on-one? -on -one? Like, did you have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Katori? And and how she wanted you? Okay, you're gonna be little murder stunt double. You're gonna be Montavia stunt double. What was that interaction like? I love um, hearing Katori's stories. Yeah. So so basically, what happened was so from season season one, um, when when little murder had that fight with Pico in the club, when you know when Pico was talking all that stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he flipped him <laughs> onto the stage. So at that time, I wasn't his stunt double. I was his standing. But I was looking, and I'm like, you know. I can do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do that same stuff or whatever, right? But but at the time, I was probably like, I want to say 20 pounds lighter than what I am now. So I didn't have the, the size that I had, you know, comparable to, to uh, Alphonse. Um, so when the next season rolled around, um, I actually asked um, the producer, Patrick. I was like, hey, Patrick, you know, can you introduce me to the stunt coordinator, Freddie Poole? And then um, he pretty much introduced me, and I said, hey, Freddie, you know, his stand-in, you know, I trained in stunts, da da da. Uh, you know, what's the chances of me becoming, you know, his stunt double? And then it was actually Freddie, I believe, who actually went to talk to Katori for me and and see if all that stuff can get approved. You know, because you know, being a stand-in, like some, I, I would have to be on set, you know, in order to get you know the lighting and everything right. But at the same time, right. if it's a day where I have to do standing and stunts, you know, it kind of, it kind of gets difficult, you know, because I have to be in kind of like two places at the same time. 
So right. you, know, you don't you don't want that to happen because you need you need a smooth running operation when you're filming because you don't want to have take time away from one thing to another. So so anyway, we worked it out. You know, it ended up working out. Um, and uh, yeah, they, I, I got blessed to uh to, to double fines as little murder. Yeah, that's amazing. So do people typically specialize in stunts? Like you said, people, some people do flips and some people do that. Like, I'm assuming that in the school you learn everything, but when people get out of the school, do they typically specialize in certain types of stunts? A lot of the times, yes. Um, like, like for me, uh, high falls obviously wasn't my favorite. So I continued and I took that up higher. Um, you have, we uh, in the school, I learned um, like many main air ramps, uh, trampolines, um, hand-to-hand combat, stuff like that, car hits. Uh, but I wasn't when I when I looked at the the pool of stunt of stunt people, and I looked at like their experience and just being real with myself, like okay, they've been doing this for a very very long time, you know, and they're very proficient in it, and I'm just kind of getting there, you know. So so from the likelihood of me getting these jobs are very low. So let me look at something that where I don't see too many people saturated in it, and let me take that over, you know. So me taking high falls up into skydiving. There's not too many black skydivers that do it for a movie and stuff like that. That that would do stunts and acting all that stuff like that. So I figured, let me get into that that part of the market. And uh, so, yeah, in a way, yeah, people do go and specialize in different things, but they do learn a, a, a broad knowledge of everything else, just in case you know the job does entail that. You know, because a lot of the times things that that look very technical on screen you make it look very technical but it's actually sometimes very easy um you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's all about those angles so what's a stunt that when you saw it you thought was going to be super difficult but when you did it you were like wait that was kind of easy though <laughs> um hmm uh, I, don't know, I don't know if i can say this one uh, i'll have so there's one where this, the movie hasn't come out yet, but there's one where, where the, uh, it's, it's tough to say. It's, there's fire involved, and I thought I was going to get burnt up, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's yeah, like that, that was probably one of the intense, like yeah, you know, like something that can really, really hurt me and stuff like that. Yeah. So when people think about stunts, they think about things like that, like fire and all kind of crazy things. So right. like, what are some of the stunts that you've done in P Valley that people like wouldn't think that was something a stunt double would be needed for? Like, what what are some of your scenes? Uh, so a lot of scenes um, were more, because um, I have to give it up to Fonz. Fonz actually executed, executed pretty much all his stunts. Um, I, I was like, as some men, we're there for the previous, so we we do the, all the technical stuff, you know, ahead of time. We, we work it out for the cameras, stuff like that. Um, so one, so like I believe it's episode three, I want to say, where it was the fight between uh, Big Teak and Pico outside yep. the club, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, we had to practice, you know, them like where Teak and Pico are going at, it and Lumber has to come and grab them off. Well, they're swinging punches and stuff like that, so we have to work out okay. Where are we going to grab him from so a punch doesn't just swing and hit Fonz in the face when he comes out there, right? And then when the shooting, when the shootout happens and stuff like that, and there's a mass scatter and everything like that, in the back of the hearse, um, because the way the doors open, mm -hmm. there's a hinge. And he has, you know, Lil Murder dives into it. So he has to like literally clear that hinge because if he doesn't clear that hinge, he can either hit his head, his face, gouge himself, whatever. Right. So we have to work stuff like that out, you know what I mean? And then I'll do it a couple times, show him like, okay, this is that, this is the angle here, da da da. And then 
we let the actor take over. And then if the actor feels comfortable with it, go ahead, because we want as much authenticity, you know, as we can, you know, out of, out of the project. So that's that's one of them. Uh, another one I would say, um, episode 209, uh, of course, the big fight scene with the gang, yeah. the gang fight. Um, that that one I actually got punched in the face um, during during like in the, real life. Yeah, so so so, <laughs> so that's that's the thing, you know. Like when we were rehearsing, um, we rehearsed that we rehearsed that probably for like a week too. That that fight that fight scene was, it took a little while. Um, but yeah, the, there's the, the part where you know Lil Murder comes down, he hits the guy, and then he gets hit. Well, we didn't the other stunt double and I we didn't have our spacing right, and you know we're going at it trying to make it look real, and he actually catches me and it's like boom you know like oh and when i'm still trying to act and i'm like oh my god okay like, first aid kit me up right now i just got knocked out you know <laughs> like just keep holding me dog drag me please <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah so like so when things like that happen i, I you know i'll go and tell the fonts like hey you know before you go up there, because I just got hit, just make sure y'all have y'all spacing, make sure you go slow first and then speed it up, da da da. And then he went in there and he did exactly what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um and then and then for and then for like uh things that are like not not combat related or anything like that, like uh when um the Mercedes dance double does the flip off the pole over Lil Murder. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we rehearse that a couple times too, right? And we don't want to always rehearse it with the actor because if she doesn't clear him, she falls on his neck. Now he's hurt. Now we have to shut right. down. It's not a third. So those are things that you know stunt double. So it's not always all all the time going to always be on screen. A lot of it is just to work out the technicalities. So when we put the actor in there, everything can just go flawless. We have a good day. We go home. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, what so is there anything the that you've like, ever? Go oh. ahead, Josh. Sorry. I know it's okay. <laughs> um, has there anything you don't do? Like, is there a deal breaker thing that you're like, absolutely not? Um, like, is there a deal breaker thing that? As far as, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It kind of went out. You're we're fine. Here. Okay. Yeah, we're here. We're we're <laughs> It, it just it just depends it just depends on how technical it is and how safe are we going to be doing it you know what i mean like yeah that, that that's pretty much the gist of it is it going to be safe is it going to be worth it you know like is the shot going to be worth it does it make sense does it tell the story the right way you know all, all those things have to make sense you know what i mean um but but a lot of the times i mean Especially with like now, especially with computer generation and stuff like that. A lot of times we don't have to do too too, too much crazy stuff. Um, but but yeah, but like I, I, there, there's I mean, I think I'll have to be presented with it to see first what I will reject mm-hmm. yeah. uh, before I reject okay. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. So you talked about like like being there to practice the scene because they don't want Alphonse to be there to practice over and over again. How is that different from what a stand-in would do? So where's the difference between, I, I would think that was a yeah. stand-in, but that's a stunt double thing. Right. So yeah, so that's a stunt double because there's a lot of physical action going on. There's a lot of movement and stuff like that. Or stand-in, we're literally um, setting the marks for the cameras, for the lighting okay. and for the grips and everything like that. So we'll literally like, we'll, we'll uh, come in, well, first the actors they'll have their first team rehearsal. They'll rehearse with each other, the the, um, the cinematographers, the director, and everybody else. Uh, they'll they'll do their part rehearsal. Then they'll bring the stand-ins in and everybody else. 
uh, and we'll watch them actually perform the scene. And when we watch them perform the scene, we're looking for each beat and each mark that our respective characters step in, what line they they step into that mark at, you know, which which way their body's facing, all that stuff. As a standard, we have to kind of remember that. But we also have help from the uh, the camera department. They also place like marking tape down and stuff like that. So when when the lighting department is telling, okay, hit your first mark, hit your second mark, final mark, stuff like that, we know where mm-hmm. to go. So as a stand-in, yeah, so we're following along with the script, you know, okay, he stepped here on this line, I'll mark that off right there, da 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 When the second team rehearsal, now they're going to go change into their costumes and go fine-tune the scene where they're setting, getting the lighting set up and all that stuff. Okay. So just to pivot real quick. Yeah. So Black Panther. Yeah. I saw you in the Black Panther suit. Yes, yes, yes. I, I need I need the background because you know that's iconic. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Chadwick. Yeah, I mean, beautiful right. soul. Yeah, Can yeah. you please give us a little background on you in the Black yes. Panther? Yes. So the Black Panther um is crazy. All right, so it's all everybody, you know, I know the famous well how can I say it? Lisa Ray said she said network across, right? So when I started, when I started off after being Mary Jane as an extra and everything like that, uh, I continued being an extra doing these sets. I met a PA named Jeff Carranza. He was um, he started off as a background PA, you know. And as I as I started going up the ranks as like background feature background and standing all that stuff, he was going climbing up the ranks on the on the PA side. Um, so Black Panther comes around, and it was crazy because I had not at all worked on the on the movie at all i didn't apply for any extra roles i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want to work on it because i wanted it to be fresh i didn't i didn't want to know anything about the mm-hmm. movie right right mm-hmm. so he ends up calling he's like hey you know my i need an extra you know what i mean to uh do this scene to, i mean to, to double um chadwick and i, I forget what dan Kalua's uh character name is but it was a scene where they were they had an orb and they were talking to shuri through the orb but he, like, he told me everything. I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So I drive there the next day and I get to Tyler Perry studio, mm-hmm. sign in and everything. And I'm just thinking that I'm going to go to like a regular, like, you know, change intent and everything like that. And the the base camp PA, he's like, all right, come with me. So I go with them and they're like, all right, here's your trailer. So I'm looking at the trailer, like, and it says T'Challa double. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I, I go in there and like the garment bag is in there, so I unzip the garment bag and it's the Black Panther suit. So I zip it back up, and <laughs> I'm like, "Hey Jeff, hey, I think I'm in the wrong trailer. Something they put me in the wrong thing or whatever, because the suit is in here." He's like, "I'm like the Black Panther suit. It's not what you showed me." He's like, "Yeah, put that on." I said, "I don't think you heard me." <laughs> like, yeah, not like the not the, not the thing that T'Challa had on in the thing. The actual fighting suit. He's like, yeah, put that on. I said, all right. <laughs> so I put it on or whatever, right? So I put it on. And um, and yeah, I, I knocked on the door or whatever because they had like these uh, security guards out there. I didn't know at the time that people were flying drones over top of Tyler Perry Studios trying to get shots of like what the costume would look like and, you know, the mm-hmm. and that stuff. So when I knocked on the door, the guy like opens the door hands me this huge like dark Vader robe and I put it on and then he's like when you step out just keep your head down and I have like three huge dudes just walking me to set and when I get into set um 
Ryan Coogler is sitting there talking to Chadwick. <laughs> you know, Whoa. Chadwick is in his Black Panther suit. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like I, I, like, I really have no clue what's going on. You know what I mean? Surreal. Right. So I'm just like, I'm looking around. It's like blue screen stuff everywhere. It's just, the, the spaceship is over there. And I'm just like, like, what am I here for? Because I have no clue. Like, I, I have no rehearsal, nothing. No knowledge of what's happening. And, um... Yeah, and then and then Brian and and, and uh, Chadwick break off. Chadwick goes. He's he has uh, like personal. Uh, I think it was like his assistant. Um, she was like helping him do something, and then Ryan goes into the spaceship, and they're like, "All right, go into the spaceship, or whatever." So I go into the spaceship, and pretty much what I was doing was photo doubling the opening scene. We had to reshoot that part. Okay. The opening scene for that, okay. and then um, so I'm in there, and then like now this this is the this part is funny because I really thought I messed up, so. I'm get, I get in there and they hand me the Black Panther helmet. I'm sitting in the in the chair, in the in the uh, spaceship chair, and in the ca- I guess you could say the captain's seat. And Ryan's like, rub 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 the uh, helmet with with your thumb or whatever. So I'm like, all right. So I'm there, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, all right. So he's like, no, I'm not like really rub it like 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 you're thinking about like you know Ryan's like very particular with his direction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And I didn't notice at the time. It's my very first, it's like the first 10 minutes of meeting, right? So I'm mm-hmm. trying different things, like trying two fingers, like rubbing it like that. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Just bring Chadwick in. I'm like, bam. So I got up and everything. So and then like and then, uh, Chadwick and I walked by, we bumped hands. That was, that was literally the only time after that, the last time I seen him. And then they took me to another set um, where I had to uh, photo double Tashaka, his father, uh, Black Panther's father. Wow. And, uh, he had the garment on, and he uh, ended up killing his brother because he took the vibranium to the roots, you know, to the outside world and stuff yeah. like that. So oh, that's actually me like killing him and getting the vibranium out of his hand, stuff like that. So I was there to pretty much photo double and do all that stuff, and I had no clue. Like I literally just threw me in there, and yeah, that's how I, that's how I became Black Panther. For I mean. Years. That's an amazing story. That's an that's an amazing, amazing story. And I think it's a perfect story to take us into a beautiful break about grind. Are you an everyday hustler? Are you always on your steady grind? Are you a black storyteller that matters? Check out actor and philanthropist J. Alphonse Nicholson's signature apparel line at fivegrinds.com and pick up a t-shirt, hoodie, and book bag and tell the world who you are. That's F-I-V-E grinds.com. <laughs> One of, listen, we love Steady Grind here, okay? I, I, your story, your story right there and everything you've talked about up until now has been just what Alphonse talks about all the time. Okay. So my God, I, mean, I learned so much from that man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, everybody we've had on the show who's interacted with Alphonse has discussed how great he is to them. So yeah. um I think my next question for you is there's been so much talk about um, when it comes down to just how much Alphonse contributes to his scenes 
who is who's doing what this that and the third can you tell our audience that i mean because it's about credit right and it's about the work that the actor is putting in can you just confirm you are not baby you're not stunt doubling for all right so 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 here's the thing so you have stunt doubles yeah photo doubles you have body doubles okay you have fit models you have all kinds all kinds of different things and they're all different mm-hmm. all right now so <laughs> the answer to everybody's question is no i did not double any of, of the scenes that he did um what i will say though is as a stand-in mm. we do depending so depending on on how comfortable you are right. with the situation and what's going on mm. uh we do attempt to get the positions down right you know what i'm saying for the for the lighting for the camera so when the actors do come in they don't have to worry about shifting around they can just focus on what they have to do so before the cameras are rolling we get the angles after the cameras are rolling is actors okay I got you. Yeah. Okay. So for you. so for an intimacy scene, it would be a stand-in for Alphonse and a stand-in for Nico getting the spacing and the things like that right yeah. before. The Absolutely, yeah. There's no motion or anything like that. There's no nothing. nothing like, it's literally just the position, static. You know, not moving. They get everything, lighting on the face, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Second team out, first team in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Basically, to get the X's where it's they like, go. Yeah, because you know, because because especially with scenes like that, um, like you know, it's, it's like obviously it's very intimate, right? And it's supposed to be very intimate, but then you still have fifty people sometimes like looking at it. You know, yeah. so you have people <laughs> looking at it, mm-hmm. like the camera folks that's right there, ten feet away. You know, what I'm saying the sound. You got a you got a boom. You got a microphone right here off camera. You know, <laughs> get all that right. kind of perform. You know, what I'm saying. So like, yeah, so we try to make it as seamless as possible, you know what I mean? So where they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah, in in an uncomfortable situation too long, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that you answered that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Pete Because a lot of people are still debating it even before. That. Yeah, I'm sorry, no. Tia. We just <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, right? Because like. I didn't know what was going on at first. So I, I opened up my Instagram. I've never, I always had the same number of friends at, on Facebook as I had on Instagram. Same <laughs> family friends for years, right? So like one day it's like, I opened on Instagram, it's like plus 100. I'm like, what's going on? And <laughs> another 200, so I'm like, what? So then my homegirl hit me up. She's like, hey, yo, you're all over the blogs. I'm like, for what? And then she sent me the link and I said, oh. I just let it boil over or whatever and it, and it kept going on I'm like alright so I tried to tell people like hey you know stunt doubles don't do that you know we do these other things mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but yeah you can't fight the internet so I was just like alright whatever I know. <laughs> yeah I saw a couple of your videos like look no I was not in the scene and what's hilarious on that video in the comments people be like no but we know like okay, <laughs> like, yeah, they, they're, they're experts, so I'm like, hey, if you're the expert, I mean, hey, it is what it is, and I guess I did it. <laughs> they, they, will take, they will take the video of you saying, No, I don't do it, and be like, right. See, he said he did it. 
That's not yeah. what that video right. posted. <laughs> yeah. They literally put some different videos before or after, so it sounds like you said like the internet's right. a wild place, man. Yeah. It's just a wild place. So yeah. you started out as a uh, stand-in, then stunts, but then we got a few scenes with you. You were Montavious, Ghost of Christmas Past, in one scene, but you also yes. were in the scene with um, Andre and Haley as I guess one of Andre's friends for his campaign. Oh so it's how amazing. did we go here to the actual acting on P Valley? Uh, yeah, um, pretty much. I'm just blessed to to like be in the right height and size range of of all these. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so yeah, so so actually it started um. The, the first one I did on season two was actually um, the reflection of the screen mask, looking at um, Grandmother Ernestine inside inside the window when the Clifford's mm -hmm. uh, cousins were coming to kidnap her. Oh, yeah. that, reflection, that reflection, looking at at Grandma, that's that, that that's me. Um, and then the Montavious thing, I actually ended, I was standing for for um, Montavious on season one, um, so it kind of worked out that when season two came around and they needed that you know cliffhanger right there to come out. Um, yeah, the suit pretty much just fit <laughs> falsely. So they're like, hey, you know, throwing the Montavious thing, we're gonna get this, you know, get this shot. I was like, hey, let's do it, you know. And then um, and then for and then for the role, so the, the role as Andre's intern. So it was it was pretty tough, right, to 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 get me on the show. Um, because it was like, where were they gonna put me? You know what I mean? Because I look so much like Fonz, especially like when I have the haircuts, because throughout the whole season, mm. I literally look like him. Like mm -hmm. I'm literally his fit model right so like the murder the murder haircut i had to get that cut on my head first it had to get approved and then they cut on his hair you know stuff like that me me and uh alphonse both got our hair dyed at the same time and stuff like that so i was pretty much a little murder throughout the whole season i pretty when i'm at home after like wear a do-rag when i go out and stuff like that right yeah mm -hmm. um so so uh i kind of lost my train of thought there but pretty <laughs> much um yeah it was kind of hard for me to, to, to replace me because it was like I looked too much like him. What kind of character can they can they put me in? And we definitely can't have a, a scene where we're in the same scene together. Right. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. But they, you know, the writers and the producers, they, they they figured it out. Um, they figured out where where they could put it, and and they um, they 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 blessed me with the line, you know, with the, with the couple lines in the scene with uh, with uh, Parker and and Elarica and Dan, and um. Yeah, it was it was a blessing, you know. I, they told me like the week before they were like, "Hey, you know, we got something for you." I was like, "Yo, that's love," you know. And it's it's a real family for real. Like it's a real family for real. Like we all look out for each other, you know. We make sure everybody's good. So for them to do that, I, I was like, you know, thank you. And, and actually, it, it gave me new life because I started acting even more. I started taking classes and getting more roles. So oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it worked out really well. Nice. Yeah, I love that. It truly, it truly is a family. That is uh one of the best things about p valley is the family Thanks, and we Anita. have a facebook comment from onika marie that says this is awesome wonderful cast kudos to michael jones superb and talented actor seen him in some excellent movies doing stunts thank you so that was a nice comment that was beautiful. So outside of P Valley, you've also done some other things. I'm gonna show this quick little clip of ya.
Right outside of a police station, what'd you think would happen? I know exactly what's gonna happen. Wait, you one of those police officers trying to drag us into some shit? Nah, man. Ah, easy. Easy with the pushing and the pulling. I ain't resisting. Exactly. This is an arrest, not a slow dance. I know exactly what it is. I've been waiting on it. So you're looking to go to jail? <laughs> ain't a lot of wattage in your light bulb, is it? Yeah, well, you're the fool who's going to jail. For what? What are y'all charging you for? Vandalism. What are you doing now? Now I'm resisting arrest. So ah, ah, easy. We're gonna spray So this show is Judge Me Not. That's based on uh, Judge Lynn Toler. Um, it's on the All Black Network. So how did you get there? And have you met Judge Toler? Um, it was crazy. I actually auditioned for three other roles. I didn't even audition for the cop role. I also did three other roles and I didn't get them. Um, and then probably about a few days before they actually, uh, before we, we shot that, they they contacted me and said, hey, we want to book you for the cop. You know, I was like, I'll take it, let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, and it ended up happening, happening to be also the last day of filming uh, for, for the, uh, for the season. So, um, so yeah, it, it was it was it was cool when, when we got there though because uh, we were so crunched for time. We actually got that scene done. I want to say maybe about fifteen. Oh wow! Okay. Twenty minutes, like we knocked it out. All the different things, everything like that. Like the team, they were like they were on it, <laughs> you know. And we got that knocked out. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how that works. Sometimes you, you audition for a whole bunch of other stuff, don't get it, and do mm-hmm. something else, you know. So it's part. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like it's yeah. all about opportunities, and you take advantage of them which i love that because that's what life is about taking opportunities and the blessings and we love that so we have a game do you like to play games okay okay, then we have lightning round okay we have two rounds miss tia is going to tell you how the game works so lightning round works like this. We have two rounds and there's four different this or that's for each round. So you basically tell us which one you prefer or like better or in that range and kind of like first thing that comes to your mind, no explanations, no extra, just tell <laughs> us the first thing that comes to your mind when we give you the two options. So we're going to start with the women's of P-Valley. So Mercedes or Farah? <laughs> uh Farah. Okay. Ailey or Miss Mississippi. Oh um <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh I have to cry. I'll probably oh damn. I'll probably go autumn. Okay. Um, okay. Whisper or roulette? Whisper or roulette? Yeah, yeah. Roulette. What's kind of weird to me? Brazil or toy? So you know what's crazy about these? Though? 
So the next category is extreme sports since you out here skydiving. And did I see that you also mm -hmm. base jump? Yeah. So yeah, my wife just found out too. I ain't, yeah, I ain't oh, did that. I just tell her or did somebody else? Yeah, I didn't Or Tia. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh no. My dry I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we apologize. We apologize. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> We will look closer at our NDA next time. Yes. So, this is <laughs> so the first one is sky skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, skydiving all day. I don't trust my bands. Okay, dokie. So base jumping or rock climbing? Base jumping, because if I fall off, I need some. <laughs> <laughs> so scuba diving or whitewater rafting Ooh, you know what's crazy yeah you know what scuba diving because yeah the boats don't, you know. okay yeah. hang gliding or parasailing i'll say parasailing, parasailing. okay okay okay, okay. all right Oh man, thank you so much for playing. I thought we was oh, that was something else. I think that was the first ring around that took a minute. Yeah, can I see all those women almost like my sister sometimes? Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, we all said, like, hey, sis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get on Pink Sunday Radio and you gotta yeah, choose. Yeah, I gotta yeah. choose. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my love y'all. Yeah, I love y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have a quick question. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that is still on your list of things to do? Um, like it, like overall or in like movies and TV or overall well dealer's choice <laughs> personal goals or about something you would like to do as far as movies and computer work. right well one i well one goal that i had for the end of this year is i want to start shooting my miniseries that i've been writing um definitely definitely want to start shooting that and get that out Especially with all the different platforms that are out now, like you know, I know a lot of people always talk about Tubi's and Voodoo's and all that stuff, but hey, like it's, it's a platform to get your stuff out there. Like, mm -hmm. laugh, but hey, you're watching it, right? So, so that, that that's the whole point. Right. So I'm gonna start filming that, um, and then also I want I want a uh, wingsuit by the pyramids. A lot of my friends have done it, and I haven't done it yet. When I want to be able to wingsuit by the pyramids in Egypt, yeah. That sounds yeah, dope. I love that. That's very specific. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I love it. 
I love that too. I love that too. Well, Mr. Michael McIver Jones, thank you so much for joining Pink Sunday Radio. Before you go, please tell the audience, I think you just gave us a little insight, but any upcoming projects, tell us where they can find you, tell the audience where they can find you or any other things, social drops you want to give us. Uh, yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram. I pretty much am only on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, and stuff like that. But Instagram at Mick Ivory Jones. Um, as y'all saw, I have Judge Me Not. Uh, that's that's out there in episode three. Um, watch that on All Black Network. I also have um, another movie that I filmed called 90 Days Past Due. Uh, that's in post right now. Should be releasing, uh, I believe, on BET. Um, what else I did? Another project. Oh, I'm on uh, Wicked City. Uh, just filmed Wicked City season two. That's going to be coming out on All Black also pretty soon. And um, might y'all might just cast me on Noah's Ark, the new movie, Noah's Ark movie coming out. Okay. We might. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know we do that rewatch podcast for Noah. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm watching. laughs> we love some Noah's Ark. Yeah, look out for that. Yeah. We'll be okay. looking for you in there. It's a lot of familiar faces on there. This movie gonna be good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we love that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining for us. Thank you. Thank really you. Appreciate it. No problem. Right. All right. Bye bye. Oh, that was good. And actually, since he told us about Noah's Ark. This is a perfect, perfect segue. Hey, P-Valley family. Make sure you're also tapping into our Noah's Ark Rewatch every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Details will be on both our Twitter and IG pages. Make sure you're following us and use hashtag Noah's Ark Rewatch. All right. Thank you, Miss Tia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last night, you guys, we we rewatched episode 105 Belly. It was one in the poll. It won in the polls. Um, before we get started, Ja is going to give us our disclaimer. All righty, family. The views and opinions expressed here are those of the speakers and do not reflect anyone or any entities that they may represent. This show is rated mature for subject matter and language. So viewer and listener discretion is advised. Yes, it is. And remember, like I've been saying for the last few weeks now, we are on a new platform. Therefore, we're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, as well as Twitter. So if you're on YouTube watching, drop those comments. We will see them and we will make sure that we read them across the screen. Um, if you're on Facebook, do the same. Give us a like. Uh, let us know you're watching. All right. So ladies, I have a feeling it's going to be a tough one. It's time for Rate the Episode. Oh boy, I know All me right, and Tanika. Me... Yeah, me and Tanika don't know yet. I don't 
know. But so uh, we kind of far along in the process. I know. <laughs> you know. But while I'm giving them the ratings, y'all can figure it out. So here Thank are you. the ratings. Thank the you. first one is one mic, and that's Unk's Chicken and Dressing. The second one is two mics, and that's Sit on My Lap Slaw, because it is some slaw. <laughs> Number three is Ernestine's Neck Bones, three mics. Some people may disagree with that rating, but we're giving it three mics over here on Pink Sunday Radio. Uh, the fourth one is Weed Wangs or Lemon Pepper Wet, because you know Ja and Jiggy do not like lemon pepper wet. So we have to throw those weed wangs in there for the four mics. And five mics, of course, is murder smothered poke chops, candy yams, collard greens, and cornbread. Those are the ratings. You know, usually I go first. But I think any mini mighty mo catch a tiger by his toe. Um, I'm a tear. I'm a tear <laughs> I'm going to give it three and a half mics. Um, it is an episode I like. I enjoy. Not quite four mics. Definitely not a five mic. Like mm-hmm. five mic was out in the door. Um, there's multiple. Like my my three mic episode is typically if I only like a scene in the mm. episode but i actually like multiples that i could watch so three and a half mics that's what i would give it okay thank you and therefore i will piggyback off your answer and agree <laughs> with that i will give this a three and a half mic because i like multiple scenes um one of my favorite scenes is of course murder and good unk, you know, I love, Lord Jesus, you know, how little nigga know how to get back here. Um, that's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. You know, we had Tamara on the show and the fact that him doing this is actually Alphonse thing. Mm-hmm. And Tamara said, what's that? Do that. And now it's become a thing and he does it is hilarious. And the fact that Good sis said, um, what did she say? She said, um, nigga. Like she always wants murder to, mm-hmm. I mean, not murder, but big L to just count, just count. And that's funny. Like she act like millions coming through the club, don't she? <laughs> like you would think every event is millions, the way she'd be like, This event is gonna save the club. And it's like, Dang. how much are y'all making? I really, I really need to see the books because she really do be like, it's gonna be some money niggas coming through the club, like they coming from the highway, like. But no, I agree. That scene was just so. Mm, yeah, that scene was great. So I agree. Three and a half mics. Yeah. Hmm. It's is it in your top twelve? Uh, Jiggy, is it in your top 12? I, 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 couldn't, I, give couldn't, top 12 look. I couldn't <laughs> figure out how I wanted to rate it. So I had to go and just do the list, all 18. And it's not, I have this at number 14, um, oh. belly. So, okay. I'm going to say 2.8 mics, I guess, somewhere Ooh. in there. Not, not okay. a full Ooh. three mics. Not a full Damn. three. Not a full Jesus. three. Okay. So, 
what meal, what kind of meal would that be? Because that sounds like pork and beans. <laughs> pork and beans with a little hot dog in pork it. Pork and beans is, is worse than Ernestine's neck bones. I like me some pork and beans. Yeah, ain't wrong with really? pork and beans. <laughs> well, I do the vegetarian beans, but I still put the hot dog, the turkey hot dogs in it. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't putting them dry ass neck bones above pork and beans now. No, man. Okay, well, it's pretty bad when neck bones is below pork and beans. Okay, well, sis, it's just giving something. It's giving an after school lunch. I mean, in the, in our big age. I mean, I don't know. Maybe what? it's too much. Uh, it's not a meal. It's sit on my lap. Well, yeah, sit on my lap. Slaw. Okay, uh, yeah, it's slaw with, you know, yeah. like two wings and two weed wings on the plate and the rest. Okay. Of the okay. So no mac and cheese and nails. <laughs> okay. What about a what about a dry KFC biscuit? You know the motherfuckers. They rolls is dry. They <laughs> I biscuits. like KFC biscuits. biscuits are dry. You have to have your honey. Your butter, like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that that's what we yeah. The KFC biscuit is on that plate. The that biscuit, motherfucker dry. But you don't have your butter and honey yet. Exactly. That's what that's I'm talking about. It's dry. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Come on, y'all. Y'all got me questioning. It's it's not a. I don't want to give it like a. Can I get like a three piece wee wang? And no, wait, where we at three is the neck bones, right? God, dry ass neck bones. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so this episode has a few of my like favorite scenes in it, mm -hmm. and I enjoy the, the jail scene stuff, but there was some times where I was just like, I could really do without this. And so it was hard for me because, like you said, we have the those moments like the office scene. I love We'll get into that later. But then we got like, God damn, y'all still in jail talking about this shit. Y'all ain't have nothing else to do like in jail. Like I am tired. So I'm going to give like, that's three point five. Y'all forgive me. I am not doing this. <laughs> There's a storm happening where I'm at. And mm. it is playing with the, yeah, the whatever. I the and so, um, I thought we was in no city. I mean, it is getting. The storm is getting. It wants a red light special, and I'm trying to do the show right now. It is Give really me a minute. Red light I'm gonna go ahead and get in the bed like you want me to, and go night night. Okay, yeah. before then, let me do my show stuff. But, but anyway, I feel like uh, it was like like a wee wangs but there was like a couple dry ass neck bones on the side and i was trying to figure out why the fuck was it in my plate you know what i'm saying like i'm just trying to get my wee wangs and my fries on you got these dry ass neck bones over here get that shit out of here so i don't know if that's like a 3.2 or 3.5 okay yeah because the the jail scene is superb acting but it's, it is mm -hmm. a little like draggy but the yeah. acting all the way around is superb so that's the like difficulty because it's like y'all are acting your asses off but like yeah. can we wrap it up though <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right so yeah that yeah. makes that that one a little different okay okay yeah um but miss miss jiggy mm -hmm. i do have to ask you um the whale every <laughs> every week 
I mean, because we writing the episode, so I just thought I'd throw it in there. Baby, every week, are you going to put these little special emojis in your... She does um, it every week. But last the ones before, last I, it was like an easy correlation, but I was like, is that the belly of the... Sis. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, we, we discussed that on the old platform. Remember belly of the, we- belly of the whale? Yeah. Uh, I've always done it, but I'm running out of emojis. I got what were your other bellies? I don't know. I put I just searched belly and it gave me that pregnant man. And I used the pregnant man <laughs> when murder got filled up. So I pregnant man wait, time. wait, that pregnant was for. Murder got yeah, fit. <laughs> you didn't see all the people running around with murder on everybody saying child. murder. Was I wish I had had I did. for Sis. the show today so I could show them. <laughs> I did see that, but I did not realize that that emoji was for murder being filled up. Bitch. Okay. I searched still. And I thought I was gonna you get like tail or, or something, and they gave me the pregnant man. So Bitch. I said that. Let me use that. Yep, that's wait. Say, you searched Phil, mm-hmm. and that's what they gave. <laughs> that's what they gave. <laughs> Yo, they are that's demon what they time. That's what wild. Mess? <laughs> demon time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You that's really searched Phil, and they gave you that for real, for real. Yep. I always I search something in the title of the episode. I put it in my <laughs> get that off that the right screen, Tia. Tia. Get that off the screen, girl. You did not put. That's exactly what it was. That pregnant man built up. <laughs> you lucky I couldn't find the People magazine cover quick enough. <laughs> I really, you know what? I would like to apologize. Right. Like, oh my God. I just didn't know that that was that image. I just really didn't know that's why. So, you mean to tell me on Elon Musk Twitter? That you typed in Phil and that's what came up. I think you lied. I promise on everything. I typed it in. I promise after the show, I'm going to check. For sure. I promise. I want everybody to go and type in Phil. And if that pregnant person do not come up, please, I'm coming for Nick. No, no, ma'am. And And type in Belly also and tell me if he come up because he sure came up on my emotional (laughs) board. Tia, job, baby, I know you're going through a storm, but baby, I need you to type that too, okay? Soon as it's over, I'm in there. (laughs) Everybody in the chat is laughing. Chunky like, um, Trail, uh, she, she, Nate. trail, everybody <laughs> is laughing right now. Uh, we appreciate your comments from YouTube because everybody's a mess right now, and <laughs> therefore, we are off. We are off right now, but you know what's not off? 
Oh no. The <laughs> music that is being submitted. You know I'm sick of you. The father of Black A Cinema, Patrick Ian Polk, is looking for indie music for one of his upcoming projects. Make sure it's competitively priced and easy to clear. Then submit with all pertinent credits to Noah's Music Submission at gmail.com. Girl, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I don't know which one she's she's queuing. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> okay, y'all. So we we spent time filling up the segment. Um let's move on to like Uncle our... Clifford filled up little murder. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know what? I was trying to hold it in. I'm trying to hold it in. That was very very easy. Y'all gonna get off my top today, okay? Because I'm really trying to keep it cute. But you know what? We about to do. We about to play a segment called Saints or Ain'ts. All right. All right, ladies. First one, Unc, her reaction to Murda's date request. Are we thinking that's a saint or ain't? Is she a saint or an ain't? And and I got a little feeling. Okay, wig down there. What's Wait, going not on? Wig. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous and beautiful women. I really wait, I wanted to call you Shaka because that's what I said at the beginning of the show. You know I love you, Tia. I have such a back and forth on this scene, which I, I'll get to in my way to Mississippi minute because there's some there's some about that scene that cringes me. And really? Some of the, yeah, like Ooh. in real life, uh, some boundaries that I feel mm-hmm. like aren't being respected. Um, however, I think what was good, and I think I think this more so because of what Fon said when he, like after doing the scene, he said it really taught him a lot about what the queer community goes through. Like when she explains like the truckers they floating up in the lake all that stuff like he said in real life he was like oh my god like like i never even thought of how easier it is for me to just do life like Mm -hmm. than people in the queer community like because that's not something that hetero people face when going out on a date and having to think about that so from that perspective i give her a saint because i think in this case, even though this is not fines, even for little murder, we talking about somebody that's what sixteen. No, I'm just kidding, but he's like twenty two years right. old. He was in prison <laughs> for a few years. He probably doesn't realize these things because, of course, he's DL. Um, he's been in prison for a good amount of time. So, like now, he's like, yeah, I just want to be out and proud and with you. And she like, wait, hold up. Let me tell you what's at stake. Now, if you still want to do it, which he did, then that's fine. But I need you to know what could happen if we do what you're asking me to do right now. So from that perspective, she's the same. And then 
And then you think about how nasty Ruffin is Mm -hmm. and the things that he consistently says on the show. So it kind of sets up for how other Mm -hmm. people in the community (laughs) feel about her. And there's all, it's also telling about things that have happened in Chuckalisa that they have yet mm-hmm. to put in the forefront. We don't know. Y'all always talk about these damn stranglers. Like, is that, is that what they're doing? Because mm-hmm. in real life, we do have trans people being yep. killed mm-hmm. in an alar- at an alarming rate, right? So mm-hmm. we don't know. Is that an underbelly of Chuckalisa? I think Nico did say that it's going to get darker, right? I think mm-hmm. he has said that specifically in interviews. So that is a reality. And Also, the reality is people in the LGBTQ plus community, depending on where you fall, it's easier for others, Mm -hmm. right? It's very different, whatever whatever part of the spectrum you on, because baby, if you white, and you a male, don't let you have a little bit of money, baby. You can walk around with your hand, hey, and you can go around. Black, you lesbian. Eh, you'll be you be good, maybe, but it depends on what the lesbians look like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she with a stud. It depends. Like it depends on the makeup, you know, of what the couple looks like. So I understand what you're saying. That murder, his circumstances are so much different than hers. He really needs to learn that respect. I'm with you. Yeah, for me, she has to be a a saint here, right? Because she's telling him the way she has to look at it. Like, he he is a a straight passing male. He can go, and and the men he has dated previously have been straight passing. So they can go down to the Hot Wind Castle, or they can go wherever they wanted to do on their little date. And these things wouldn't really cross his mind because no one can tell. But for her... Like, this is on her, even though she lives in this town, mm-hmm. even if she wasn't on the date, I think these things are on her mind as a non-binary person in a small town in the South. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if she's grown up here, I'm sure there's days, you know, she's not on a date. She just want a couple a uh, 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 lemon pepper wings and it might be the wrong person yep. at Wing Castle that day and something is said. So mm-hmm. these are things she experienced <laughs> is sometimes day in and day out that he has never had to experience and there are things that he wouldn't even think of. Mm -hmm. So I think we want her to be like, let him love you. Let him take you on a date. Mm -hmm. Go do these things. Don't push him away. Don't reject him here. But these are things she has to think about. So Mm -hmm. she has to be a saint in this scene to me. Yeah, definitely. So I initially thought I was just going to 1,000% jump right in and be like saint. But I'm going to give our good sis a saint with a little more saint in the apostrophe of somewhere in the, in the sentence. And now let me tell you, Koji, you giving me the look. You giving me the look, but let me explain why. I totally understand the position that our good sis is coming from, but... If we go back into the story, we know that Uncle Clifford has been Uncle Clifford her entire life. Everyone in that town from childhood up has watched Uncle Clifford do her. And in most spaces, she walks around and gives no fucks. Like when she was at the sheriff's office and all that bullshit was going on in the background, 
our good sis was standing proud in her skin being herself. And we know that deep down, she does want that love. But a lot of people, when you've been through certain things, or like you said, when there are limiting circumstances, we tend to say we don't want something that with every fiber of our being, we actually do. So, you know, I feel like she is not coming from a malicious point of view. She is warning him what it looks like. She is warning with the possibilities, but I think she's actually more so just afraid of what it looks like for this young random rap guy who comes in. I think it's a little, I think she used those, some excuses that sound good and are plausible, but in, in, in Chuck Elisa, I don't think anybody going to take two looks. I think it was more about protecting heart. So I um, want to give her a little tinge of bail. Like I'm not saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I'm going to put in on it and, and okay. say whatever. But So I, points I, were made. I, I points, were made. points were made. The mm -hmm. only thing I'll disagree with is the idea that because she's grown up here her whole life, nothing would be said or they wouldn't look at her any certain type of way because we've seen multiple examples of that not being true. When she mm -hmm. walked up to the rally, mm -hmm. the way people were stopping in their tracks mm -hmm. and looking at her, the way in the first episode she felt she had to take off all of Uncle Clifford to go down mm -hmm. to the check cash and go to the bank mm -hmm. or wherever that was to deposit her money. So she has reason to feel the way she feels as if she would be, you know, I'm sure she's mm -hmm. been accosted some places, even if she's been there her whole life. So that's the because it's the new generations. Because yes, if she's going to places where people that have also been in Chuckalisa their whole life and about her same range or a generation above, she'll probably be fine. But like as you see at the rally specifically, most of those were young people. So it's young people mm -hmm. that have not grown up with Uncle Clifford, and it's like, and you don't know what the parents are saying because in her face. They might be like, everything's great, mm -hmm. but then at home, because that's kind of like, as, as Black people, how you kind of have an idea of what's being said, because they'll be in your face, and then the kid will say something to you, and you'd be like, where did the kid get that from? And the only mm -hmm. place they got it is what the parents are saying at home behind closed mm -hmm. doors. So I think that that's part. the thing, is as this new generation ushers in, which technically, murder is a part of this new generation. He's their age. So... True depending on where murder would take her if he's taking her to someplace that's one of his hangouts with people his age that may strike the fear there was definitely lots of excuse making on her part but yep. then a lot of stuff was very valid so i, I definitely the points were made y'all mm -hmm. for real, for real. okay yeah yeah all right so let's move on to the next one Haley bailing out mercedes is she a saint or a fucking ain't? So do y'all think that she went up there specifically to get Mercedes to join her, like bailing her out to get? Or did you think she was up there and she kind of saw the opportunity with like what happened? What do you guys think? <clears throat> so for some reason last night, watching it it changed my opinion because i always thought okay she only went down there because she wanted to bring mercedes into her scam mm -hmm. but like she didn't know the circumstances she didn't know that patrice had taken all of mercedes money she mm -hmm. didn't know that there was an opportunity here so for me 
She's like, what does y'all say? A sa-ain. A sa-ain. A sa-ain. A sa-ain. <laughs> because at this point, her and Mercedes don't even get along like that. Right. So mm-hmm. she doesn't really have any reason to go down here and help the other girls to bail her out. But she did. Mm-hmm. And being there, she heard, I think, I don't know if it was Gidget or Mississippi who told her that Patrice had taken all her money. I think that was Gidget. Gidget. It was Gidget when Gidget. they were sitting on the curb. So I think that's when the plan was concocted. So she was down there before that. So I'll give her a little bit, a little bit of something for even going down there to help Mercedes out. Because Mercedes had been, I think, to me, rightfully kind of rude to her. But there was no reason for Haley to come help her. Yeah, I agree. Same thing. Because that's why I asked. Because to me, when people were like, oh, she was just trying to like use Mercedes. I've never gotten that when I've watched it. Now, I I feel like she saw an opportunity. Because when she found out she couldn't get no more transfers, she's probably been spinning like, well, what do I do? Because I got to get this money. And then it's like, oh, shit, I can bail her out. and, And that helps her. But at the same time, she can help me. So I don't think it was malicious per se. But I mean, shit you got 250,000 you done got a couple 9,000 deposits and they talking about you can't get no more like you gotta use what you got baby and Mercedes is what you got Mercedes needs help so it works out so I say this ain't too because it's like she didn't come down there on like demon time but she saw an opportunity and she took it and I can't fault her for that even though Mm -hmm. I know it's like still kind of opportunistic so yeah same yeah, mm-hmm. I always, I always feel like with Haley, she always has like alternative motives and an A, B, C, D plan. I mean, as she should, we all should, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I can't, I can't blame a person who's trying to get their money, and and they need another teammate. You know, and for a minute there, I can't lie, they, I felt like, dang, they kind of have a good little. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got a little mm-hmm. time, you know, a good little team. I love the little moments that they were coming in and out of the cash places. Oh, and, yeah, that's one of my yeah. favorites. That was cute. You know, that was cute. Mm-hmm. I love those moments. So um I I give the little so ain't or whatever. I give the same. Um, yeah, I agree. So, of course, I got to agree with you, lovely ladies, is that um, she's getting a sing from me, sing a little more. She can get a little more sing from me because I do think, like everyone has already said, she was she saw an opportunity, um, but she was fair about it. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't bail her out and then say, oh, you need me, bitch. So I'm finna, you know, no, she made it worth her while and even did some extra shit that she didn't even ask for nothing back you know, later on as we see. So I'm um, as Tia with I'm gonna shoot her a little bill on this one. Just a little bit, you know, and, and give yeah. her a little something. She was uh, she was opportunistic, it wasn't unfair, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I I'm gonna go first on this one because before I lose my thought on this one. Um now Unk willing to bail out Mercedes at the expense of losing the club. Good sis. Now, I know that Mercedes is her bottom bitch. I understand it. At the same time, it's like other people have to eat. 
you know, you still have <laughs> like the first thing that Unc said when she came in the office when Mercedes says, yo, big, yo, what was it? Midnight blue black ass Midnight. or something yep. mm -hmm. was who the hell gonna hire big ass? Yeah. Yep. Who the hell yeah. Murray? Yeah, no, her skirt. Yeah. Who the hell gone? You know, even in 201, and you gotta pay this da, 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 and the girls gotta da, da, and all this. So it's like like Mercedes ain't give a shit. She was like 25, a good retirement age. I'm ready to get it's like a 401k. I'm out of here. You know, she was begging Mercedes to do a last dance to get her some squirrel. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like, um, yeah, I, I think she was a little ain't in the moment. Now I don't know what ain't and something else can be called because it wasn't a sut ain't for me. It was more of a ain't can't. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel it. A little this. can't. Can't even do yeah, it. I, yeah, ain't can't. I, w I wouldn't feel this in this moment. Cause I just felt like, um, yeah, mm -mm. it's a no for me. I'm sorry. I think I, uh, it's hard for me to call my good, good sis. Yeah, cause you been, cause baby, you been on record, honey. You been on record, baby. Baby, I got you on video surveillance, honey, baby. Even in your sleep, you would never have even a, a nightmare, a dream or nothing. Baby, you'll never be on record saying nothing about your good sis did I anything might, wrong. I'm, I might have to because, like, I'm mm -hmm. not, I don't, I'm not feeling this, especially mm -hmm. because she just watched Mercedes, uh, Mississippi tear the damn stage down. So a couple of hours mm -hmm. later, later to be so willing to sacrifice it all. I understand you love Mercedes down. I understand that that's the child you can't never have. I understand all of that. But she was leaving, and Big L and all the other girls mm -hmm. and you need this place. So you're just going to sacrifice that because she decided to be her mama ass down to the Kroger? <laughs> down Girl. to the Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't. I know nah, that to me, that wasn't the right decision to make. Like she, she'll get out. She'll be fine. She decided to fight. We can't sacrifice everybody. There's and there's a lot of people that need the pink. We can't sacrifice everybody mm -hmm. because Mercedes decided to go to jail. So she's in. Oh God, I gotta say it. My good sis is an ain't. This one time, this might be the only time she ain't. But this time, no, it's a few more. But um. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get there. No. <laughs> I have Ooh. to give her an ain't too because it's like what they tell you on the plane: put your own oxygen mask on before Hers. helping others with theirs. Yep. Mm. And she's like giving all her oxygen to Mercedes. And like you said, what is that doing for you? Mercedes not dancing no more. Nobody want to see her now because they just fell in love with Miss Mississippi. So if you put Mercedes on instead of Miss Mississippi, you double dumb stupid because everybody wants Miss Mississippi. So like that would have been another level of angstness because it would have been like, wait, you're gonna put Mercedes back as the headliner when you just got mm -hmm. all of this, all the, and because what uh, Mississippi also brings is all the social media stuff, like yes. yep, 
all the stuff that she did on yeah. social media is part of the reason why they had all them people come from Biloxi the next time is because now she's doing mm-hmm. stuff where where like the Mercedes, none of those other people, at least they don't do it like Miss Mississippi, because she'd be doing it yeah. <laughs> like on there all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I just think it's no thinking, it's just reacting. I'm just like gonna bail you out because I love you. And I'm glad Mercedes was like, wait, uh-uh, <laughs> you're not doing that. That's not about to happen. So oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait. look at, well, hey, look man. at, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, next. Nay. Wait, Nay, you got to connect your, your mic. You got to turn your mic on if you want to come in the studio. Yeah. Turn your mic on, Nay. Because uh, <laughs> we got a couple We want to know com- what you got to say. Yeah, we want to <laughs> know what you got to say, Nay. Okay. But we do have a couple of comments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Nay said, oh, my God. Tanika actually said, ain't for unk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one time and one time only. One time only. Okay. You missing some of them other ones. Yeah, <laughs> Tia, Tia challenging you on that one. Tia is challenging you. And then they never... also said from what we were talking about earlier is that uh Mercedes and Haley's Thelma and Luis moments were cute for the short time we had it. Mm-hmm. They were. I really wanted them to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I we'll get to this another time, but I don't even understand why they're not even in the second season, but well, because yeah. even with what happened to me, that's something that should bring people closer versus mm-hmm. tear them apart. So mm-hmm. but we'll discuss that on another part. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, so, okay. um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know if y'all wanted to know what I thought, but <laughs> yeah, I oh shit, we no, sure I do. No, I was fixing to do it, baby. See, that's so the story. That's the yeah. I was about to say, baby. That's I know. The storm messing up with you, baby, because I was about to say, so um, job. What you think, baby? <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank y'all for bearing with me in the in this storm too, because it really yes, started ma'am. like five minutes before, yeah. and it was like, this is intentional. Montavious ghost is is messing with us <laughs> <laughs> for this episode. But mm-hmm. um, so okay. I didn't initially like you guys gave me something to look at when we were talking about it the other day. I never really looked at it from the point of, okay, you're willing to bail out Mercedes and it's almost like you're sacrificing everyone else. I never looked at it like that. I was purely Mm -hmm. looking at it from the bond of these two people and willing and being willing to put it all on the line for your loved one. You know, Mm -hmm. Mercedes is like a daughter to Uncle Clifford. And as we know, those of us that have children or very close nieces, godchildren, whatever the case may be, adopted children, we'd do anything. We would, you know, if we had to, we'd give our lives, we sink to the the lowest, the lowest. So that's how I kind of looked at it. So initially, I would have this a saint because I think it's Mm -hmm. at admirable to be willing to sacrifice your mm-hmm. the thing that you want the most for that you consider your child and then um however you all did give me something to think about all of those other mm-hmm. ladies and and big l and everybody they are um your charges like you said your nieces your nephews your cousin or whoever and so what about them you know, you didn't consider that in the moment. Mm-hmm. And you're literally only there because you're trying to fight 
like tooth and nail to save it for everyone else. So it's very contradictory to even mission being there. So I gotta give our little, our big good sis, our unk, a little ain't on this one. Uh, Ooh, she okay, <laughs> not a not a sut ain't, but a ain't. Uh, okay, yeah, I want to give her a sut ain't. She wasn't a totally, she wasn't totally on the bogus tip, so we'll give her a sut ain't. Okay. 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 So you giving? Uh, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna give her a sub eight. <laughs> okay, a sub. Because she meant well, okay. but she wrong. Okay. She she was doing the so wrong thing, but she meant well. It was coming from a good place. Okay. So originally she was a saint. So you heard us like say the stuff. She was a saint for you, like totally and completely. Yeah, because she was willing to sacrifice her club. She her she was coming from the heart in that moment. She was like, hey, you lie up in here you're half naked you're in here with this crazy bitch who deserved every ass whooping you gave her the guys is over there ogling you you know we see his rocks off while she's it's a really fucked up place and i don't know i've never been to jail but it's a place you don't want to be so i could see her coming from a good place and being like let me get you the fuck up out of here we made some money yeah. let me get you out of here but my thing is you sacrifice so much for somebody but they ain't willing to sacrifice for you though that happens all the time. I think Mercedes would sacrifice. Yeah, I think Mercedes would sacrifice. But she need to get back on the pole. Stop fighting at the Krogers. I mean, well, she did volunteer. She did ask, do you? There you go. There you go. Now you trying to turn that ain't in the saint. But anyway, you know what? But you know But you know. But you know what we are gonna do. What we need y'all to do. Hey, family, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, do us a favor and follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're on Spotify, make sure you press those three dots and hit us with that five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts and have a little extra time, after rating us five stars, leave us a written review as well. If you're watching in full HD on YouTube, rate, subscribe, then tell us what you think in the comments. Last but not least, be sure to check out our website at pinksunday.com for original articles and exclusive content. <laughs> I love messing with y'all. Y'all so cute. Uh, Tia. Hmm? You know what? what happened? You know what? Okay, see. <laughs> well, okay, everybody. Oh, hello, Diary of Prodigy. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you for coming through. Okay, so Nay just said she stayed longer than she should have. That helped Unc. Uh, true. But she didn't stay longer than she should have to help Unc. She stayed it longer because she was still trying to stack her paper. She only had that, what, $20,000 in them seven years. She had to stay. <laughs> she had no choice. That wasn't for Unc. <laughs> and y'all still trying to calculate how she I can't. I will never, especially stack. with Memphis being, what is it, an hour away? Uh, like, you can go dancing back in your own bed like what are you doing and yep. maybe like what did um coach said the most he gave her was three hundred dollars like you could have found Girl. a new coach, coach. that actually could do some yep. like real money like because that three hundred dollars is not uh uh 
I think you took, I think you kind of tried to calculate, shoot us some bail 50 million times, but it didn't calculate correctly for you, Tia. You were Every really trying I to give her some more money. Too. Every time I find, like, when I found out Memphis was an hour, like, I was oh, like, what are you talking about right now? Like, you weren't seeing your daughter because they weren't yeah. allowing you, like, you had time. Then yeah. now you like, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Well, you had time to figure this out. You had time yeah. to get yourself together because during those yeah. years, you weren't even seeing her. Like I yeah. said, you could have been to Memphis dance and been back at night or gone for the weekend. And yeah. Like, it's so many things she could have done. That's true. I'm sorry. Because to be a stripper in 20,007 years, I would have had to find me another hustle because ain't no way I'm out here taking off all my clothes and <laughs> it's taking me this long. To, mm -hmm. to stack money that's the whole purpose of stuff like this is you're supposed to be stacking faster not just as fast or slower that made no sense to me well she had a car she had a mortgage she had a <laughs> i don't okay. think all that all right Okay, so, so, but you know what? We gonna wait on Mississippi minute. I'll wait through everything. This is actually hard for me. This episode, yeah, not hard. Like I have some general ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, definitely. Um, was like, dang, what's my way to sip way to Mississippi minute? Um I had and a little started talking about one last night on the timeline. Yeah, did you did you, Sonika? So mm -hmm. I didn't have one going in until mm -hmm. the very beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um so mine was Lauren being put out this club, pissy drunk, and being put into her car. To damn near kill half a chunk of Lisa. That was a lot. Like, mm -hmm. first of all, how did y'all lead a club? And she how, was she passed out from the moment Gidget and Mississippi ended her dance until the next till the sun came up. Yeah. And then but somebody moved. Well, she her. couldn't have been. Oh, she had to have walked. Yeah, she woke up. Joe her a couple more drinks. And she passed out in the main club a second time. And where'd she then, get the drinks from? The bartender wasn't like, you too drunk. Like, aren't they supposed to stop serving you? That's what I'm saying. Like, she time. was over right. Passed out a second time. Y'all left her passed out in the club. And then Unc hears her singing. She's obviously drunk as fuck. Mm -hmm. You escort her out the door. There's your car over there. Go ahead, girl. Good luck. She wobbling to the car. Mm -mm. Yeah, clearly no. drunk. Way like, that's why drunk. we know Sheriff Bailey loves him some unk because that could have been a citation, a shutdown, yep. a something. You should have been losing like, that liquor license. Or yeah, should have been because mm -mm. it was like, yeah, don't let him go out drunk. Okay, okay. Like, wait, <laughs> that's not what's supposed to be happening yep. right now. Like, yeah. that should have been something that the pint got in trouble for because ubers do exist they like do. Mm -hmm. i mean didn't didn't somebody just um my ubers here wasn't that somebody mm -hmm. that was standing right there my ubers yeah, they spoken about ubers definitely. yeah like mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm i'm sorry i'm not understanding like mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, just for Unk I'm to be going you. through so much, about to lose the club, the mayor's yeah. on her ass. Yeah. You in foreclosure. Yeah. Like you should have been far more careful here. Yeah. yeah. I think my way to Mississippi minute is why are you leaving murder on that couch, butt ass naked. Um like I'm sorry. In the unlocked office. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if we fucking all night, baby. Put on your clothes. I'm about to go. She was coming <laughs> back though. She just heard Lauren think she wasn't leaving. She didn't go nowhere. She hadn't blamed on leaving. She just escorted Lauren out, then saw the foreclosure notice, then passed out. And passed Probably out. when she woke and up, she totally forgot her little nigga was in the office, but booty naked <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> like, I just rewatched it and I was like, this little nigga really? On the on couch? That itchy, scratchy ass couch. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I'm like, she walked on out, had the foreclosure, passed the fuck out. Like, I'm like tapping, up, tapping on the phone. Like, get up, nigga. You know Unc wore him out because he didn't care about the cap. Who been on it? He was like, Murder you know what? I'm spent. I'm spent. Murder stay sleep though. Yeah, murder be sleeping good as fuck yeah, though. He don't get his rest. Based on that nasty ass couch, that couch nasty. Yeah, the paint nasty. Like I'm not getting too much on my good sis, but the paint kind of nasty in multiple places. even with the rule of no motherfucking chips, like it's. It's nasty. Unc eat more chips in the club than any damn body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every time she walk in, she got a bag of chips. Yeah, a bag oh. of chips. Every single time. Oh, I didn't know. So, my way to Mississippi Minute, and I, I, it's not so much a negative. I still don't understand what Unc's look in the mirror was in that first scene because oh. Katori and them keep saying, no, she wasn't, it wasn't self-esteem. It wasn't that. But every single time I watch it, that's what it gives me. Yep. So I just don't know. Like, I can't I, I can't think of any other reason that she was, like, looking in the mirror, looking at herself, looking at him. Then, like, I, I always felt like she felt a way in her um, non-feminine form mm -hmm. why mm -hmm. she did it. But even that, they shot down. So that's my way to Mississippi Minute because I still don't know what the look is, yeah. what that scene is supposed to be telling me because what it's telling yeah. me is makes sense. But I don't know if we yeah. got a clear what, it, what what it's, what's different, what it's actually supposed to be. So that's my way to Mississippi Minute. So I've had to change my way to Mississippi Minute moment several times throughout this little, <laughs> this portion of this, uh, the moment. So I'm going to just, my Mississippi Minute moment will just generally be like, didn't nobody collect last night? Because y'all was just <laughs> in the office, you know, assaulting the jukebox and disrespecting the couch clothes was everywhere like beer bottles me and um john tisha was on the timeline on twitter discussing this like it was a whole it was a red light special happening <laughs> up in that office who collected the money did nobody knock on the door <laughs> big l wasn't back there like hey man hey 
Hell what was no. going on in this room? You know, Hell and the no. way that jukebox was hitting that wall, just know it was all kinds of noises and, and aggression. You know my theory about no, this. You, you okay? okay <laughs> yeah, you know my theory. Big L came, like, saw them, and was like, oh, <laughs> we doing cash out somewhere else tonight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, something because I'm like, we've seen religiously that at the end of the night, the office, they lash out, kisses, hugs, you know, somebody might square up a little bit and y'all go outside, catch y'all share ride. So what happened? Because we see them woke up together in the office the next morning. Everybody outside finna go home. Who happened to you? You will Big never Al saw time. them yep. and was like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> and then locked the door and they did cash out somewhere else. Nobody mm -hmm. asked no questions. They mm -hmm. was like, okay, Big L. Mm -hmm. And they just went on. Now, low-key, high-key, they made a scene murder's car. And some of them may have known, but just like, that's my aunt. We're not telling her business. Yeah. Good for her. I'm yeah. glad she got some. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. we're going to keep it moving yeah. to the next shift. That was yeah. big L. Is that <laughs> yeah. Because I did I did ask people on the timeline if they felt like Mississippi, if Unc should have told Mississippi about her and murder before that kiss. Most people was like, none of the, no, this is none of her business and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I agree. People stay to their business, you know, but it's time for us to decide who is the bottom bitch. All right, good people. What are we thinking now? Murder them been the bottom bitch by two episodes now. The jukebox and murder. murder's lips this time. <laughs> it was bottoms a couple times, but the lips were putting in work this time because those kisses were special, very special. <laughs> they, they were, were very, they very were the highlight. Uh, yes. they were, they were. I hate yeah. to do it again, but murder is my bottom bitch again. I feel like it's so many murders as the bottom bitch, and because even though I do feel like he like. In the beginning of the conversation, I felt like he was totally crossing my good sis boundaries and mm -hmm. everything else. But I like the fact that after his persistence was actually like, it's like, you're scared. Because I think that's what we talked about. He's so tuned in to sis and like why she's feeling away. So it's like, okay, I hear your fear. I feel your fear, but we're going to do this anyway. So it was mm -hmm. like, okay, the truckers, mm -hmm. they got, okay, cool. So when you want to go out though, <laughs> I, I like, I like that, how he approached that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, obviously we get to, um, 108 and all goes to shit, but this was kind of the beginning of him gaining her trust. Yep. And mm -hmm. up until the very last episode, he was very consistent in his interactions with her. So bottom bitch for me again. I feel like I'm giving him a lot of bottom bitches. No, but... Jesus, baby, <laughs> you... Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll let y'all because to be honest, I really don't know. I don't have a bottom bitch this week. My yeah, bottom bitch saying... this week going to be Big Luther, Big Lawrence, Big uh, Lucius, Big whatever they're calling him yeah. the time. <laughs> Big Lucius. <laughs> um, because I love that moment. You know, 
a little back here. But at the end of the day, what he find his motherfucking business. He gave Lil Murder a little look like mm-hmm. And went about his day. And that's how you do it. You mind your motherfucking oh, yeah. business and you hold your sister, your friend, whoever on gonna get that to big L. I like it. Okay. I like it. I, okay. I like I that. I like that. that. And I love that's one of my favorite moments in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gave murder the bottom bitch a couple of times. So I'm gonna say Mississippi this time. Mm-hmm. Um she had the big performance the previous night, and mm-hmm. then this night she gets back on the stage and she has to do it again. And she's just as surprised by the reaction. Mm-hmm. She gets the oh whole, she sees it on social media, her views are going up. She realizes how big what she did was. Mm-hmm. So she had a she had a really big moment. It, it carries off from the previous episode, but I'm gonna, I didn't give it to her last time. So I'll give it to her this time. I like that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like that too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, I like that. Every, mm-hmm. I love everyone's bottom bitch. So how about I take I take everyone's bottom All bitch. of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I How thought you was going to give opportunity like you did that last. Carter's <laughs> bottom was just there. I thought you was going like you did that one time. No, I, I believe in fairness. So, yeah. What, who was it, JT, that said murder's ass is fat on the last night? <laughs> I saw that and I was like, you know what? JT. <laughs> Oh, that shit She's was absolutely hilarious. The timeline She's is a wild place. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly is. But I love how after three cycles of rewatches, mm-hmm. there's yep. still more to talk about. There's still more yeah. theories and, and conversation. Like, perspectives. You notice <laughs> because when did Jupiter's name become Valerie? How? Baby, I, why is that the first time I've seen that? When you said that, and I was it JT who, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. But yeah. I was just like, What? I swear I don't watch this show because I but have what? seen this episode, I don't know how many times, but Valerie, and you've never, I never noticed that line. Mm-hmm. line. Nope, yeah. So I noticed that, but the other thing for me is I keep trying to piece together. Uh, Valerie <laughs> and um, and Yoli's relationship because it's like when when yeah. is she pregnant though? <laughs> like, <laughs> did she did she have a boyfriend and then she fell in love with you and she left her boyfriend for you? Is she cheating yeah. on her dude? Yeah, with you and you only it's together in a club and around club people. Like, yeah, that's I, I feel like what. Didn't Katori say like that was she wanted that to be like her lesbian couple, but then you know Danielle, you know, had to leave the show, so it just kind of I guess went another way. Mm-hmm. Like I well, don't that's probably what I can see that happening because if she left and also um yeah, so and I think um Jupiter, I don't know what her name is in real life, but she was pregnant in real life. So yes. I think they also mm-hmm. had she? to yes, yeah. She was. Yeah, she was. Okay. I think they, yeah. Yeah. So I think they probably had to write it in. And so like 
I don't know if, if there was probably not enough time to do that's like, what I was going to say. Probably uh, not lesbian couple story of mm, like okay. a surrogate and that kind of stuff. That so makes sense. I think the combination of okay, Danielle had to go yeah. and you're pregnant in real life, so we have to bring in this other story because it's they yeah. just kind of dropped Valerie and Yoli. And yeah. It was like yeah. All we had All was of a is baby daddy <laughs> popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I think her I'm going to say they was in a throuple and then it just got too difficult. And since they was having a baby already, Yoli was like, fuck it, I'm going off to live my best life. You can have her. And then she had the baby day drama because he was like, I didn't really leave. I was just trying to get a threesome in, you know. Uh, well, that goes <laughs> with that statement. That could have been who he was trying to have the threesome with. That's it. You right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's the way to See? close, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. We swear we'd be making up scenes. We swear we in the writer's room. Right. <laughs> you don't fill it in the blanks however we so choose at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to close this out. I'm Tia. If you say I see it's new, it's Tia Gets Social. And it's Tia Gets Social everywhere on all the platforms. Um, so that's how you can find me, Tia Gets Social. And uh, make sure that you are following our Twitter page and you have the notifications on because everything comes to the Twitter page first. So you don't want to miss out on these episodes and anything else that we do. Ja, what you got? All right. You can find me on Instagram as Ja underscore the underscore goddess as goddess all one word on Twitter. And I encourage you to keep your FBI eyes open because on Thursday, Friday, there no episodes. Tanika? I am at your girl Jiggy on all the things. You can follow me everywhere if you don't already. You can also follow Pink Sunday Radio on Instagram if you don't follow us over there yet. Um, if you're looking for those bonus episodes, you can find those on PinkSundayRadio.com. That'll take you to Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, if you can leave us a five-star written review, we would really appreciate it. If you're watching this video live on YouTube right now, if you could subscribe, like, comment, turn your notifications on so you don't miss any of these videos. Uh, Koji, what do you got to tell them? I'm Koji Mama on Twitter and IG. You can subscribe to our newly launched website, pinksunday.com. There you will find original content, P-Valley related articles. We also have a new series, Best of PSR, a collection of moments during the week. Finally, subscribe to our link tree, our link tree dot com pink sunday radio so you get notifications first and thanks for listening and watching pink sunday radio <laughs>